0: Racing Pulse heads to the weekend, finding you plenty of winners. On Racing Pulse, it's Gator's Game Plan. Yes, David Gately is here with his game plan for the Group 1 weekend. Uh, We've got mouthwatering racing both in Sydney and uh, Melbourne. And I can't wait to pick David Gately's brain. If you've got a question for the great Gator Dog, you can SMS us to 0416 90 50 um, We will start with the game plan and then pick our eyes uh, or pick our way through some of these better races. How are you, Dave? Well, mate, how are you? Very good. Um, was it a tough um, set of tips to produce for both Sydney and Melbourne or does it get a little bit easier now with these good horses coming back? I
1: think it just takes longer um, due to the trials uh, and jump outs. Um, great that we have them all and access to them, uh, but it's certainly stringing it out. So we're out pretty late the Oz uh, Racing email last night, but we got there, mate. And uh, there's a good mix, I think, of, of um, you know those at the top end of the market that are really we're confident on, and there's three or four double-figure odds, um, even beyond twenty to one, that hopefully can run well for us.
0: And We'll kick it off with your key runner, as we do. There's so many horses yep. that you could have made your key player for the weekend. Who have you settled on?
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I actually found it uh, challenging to find a, a best bet in both Melbourne and Sydney. Um, obviously, you've got In Secret and Anima who stand out. You know, they're they're short enough and they tend to win more often than not. Um, but just steering away from, you know, those inferred commas obvious ones. I've landed on uh, Major Majorati. In Sydney, actually. So, Ramic Race 4, number 5, I thought was a really uh, good effort, second up uh, behind Banjo, obviously airborne, that horse. I was actually pretty keen on him last time. He just did too much work, I think, um, in a fast run race, and, and they pushed the button a long way from home, and he was run over late. I think with 2.5 kilo swing, extra 100 metres, perhaps a more patient ride. He could turn the tables on Bold Mac, and you get the job done.
0: 370 at the moment. You happy with that price?
1: Yeah, no, I think it's fair enough. You know, he's going to be right on the speed. As I say, he we'll get it softer than what's been happening of late. He doesn't want it too soft. He likes to roll, but, um, you know, they know that, and the rider knows that. So hopefully they get the uh, the timing right, and if they do, he's going to be really hard to beat us.
0: Been a bit of rain around in Sydney too. It's on a, a soft uh, five at the moment. So Sting out of the ground, does that um, have any impact on any of your selections?
1: Um, not not really. I think they got well, they got a thirty degree day Saturday. Um, so I think even if we're in five or six, um, we'll be we'll be close to good if not good by game day. Surely.
0: Yep. So the best bet, the key player of the weekend, Randwick race four, number five, major Artie. You can get three dollars seventy at this point in time. Uh, the long division. It would have been a long division to work out which long division race to <laughs> to land on.
1: No, it was that. And uh, can I just give a hat tip while I think of it to the, the Trevor Chappell line for you earlier in the week? Uh, <laughs> some of your best work. I was Nelly ran up a tree driving a little man to school. So that was good and bad. Um, some great work. But this Kevin Stakes race five at uh, Hillside for the three-year-old fillies is a monumental challenge, I think, for punters. And um, getting the race right... Um, yeah, I think there's a. Put it this way, before the race, there's a whole lot of different uh, angles you can take. Uh, do you go to the match fit ones, like She Dances, who's up and firing and running time? Uh, do you go with Say who's just run well against Jigsaw and Co? Or is it these, uh, up? you know, the ones that have come back and trod really well, like a Rich Fortune or a Gennady Queen of the Ball, trolled with Remark, uh, who's was so good in impress- a so impressive winning last time? It doesn't even end there. So I um, really. Deep race, a challenging race, and hence I'm keen to play in it and um, certainly play some Quinellas at a couple at a nice price there.
0: So who have you landed on um, as the major players? Because we spoke a little earlier to Luke Fernie, who's the the trainer of Laced Up Heels, who just brings another layer of form and intrigue because it's the only horse (laughs) that's ever beaten Amelia's Jewel.
1: Yeah, wow. Um, Yeah, it's just another dimension, isn't it, to the race? And look, to answer your question... Uh, I landed on Rich Fortune, uh, so she's number twelve. She went about twenty-three dollars tab first market Wednesday afternoon. Just looking up at my screen, what is she fourteen dollars? Mm. There's been a nibble. I don't mind seeing that early. On pace, jump out one one at well in good time. Joe loves her win. Mini Valley back in December. Uh, she ran a big last six hundred figure doing it. Slick overall time, and she beat a horse called Fission. Now Fission, you can tie in given that girl just beat Clarity. Probably luckily, you know, Clarity has run really well against these uh, up the straight and the captain teams in the spring. So I don't think you have to look too deep to say Rich Fortune, who I'm convinced is a good filly, can run well at a nice price there.
0: That's a a nice play, each way play then. Uh, And we did speak to Jerome Hunter, he gave it a bit of a push the other day as well. Rich Fortune currently $14 in the Kevin Hayes, which is race number five at Sandown. So that's your long division. Who's your D-Day horse this week?
1: Look, it's definitely D-Day for Swats. I am I'm, I'm con- I was sort of semi-convinced that um, she just lacks a bit of application late in her race, uh, races, and hence, you know, she's not winning. She's running well, but sort of chasing them to the line a little bit. Now, she's taken on the elites, in fairness, in a lot of her races, and in a couple of other races, she hasn't had much luck. So, I've tipped her on top in the Triske. I loved her recent trial, and she ran well first up last two minutes against the boys. So, um, as I say, tipped her, happy to back her. Uh, But you know, if it's if it's a dog fight the last hundred, I'll be uh, have the magnifying glass out to really see if she's got what it takes um, when the chips are down, because that's what you need at the top level.
0: What price is she at the moment, Gaida? What's that?
1: have a look um she certainly is at the top end of the betting given her record i didn't know agent bliss was the favorite at last look and still is at 3:30. i've got what's that at six dollars tab um so i think she's uh she's uh, backable at that price if she brings her best and, and
0: you know brings oh, an application on. um what race is she in again Gada? Race nine, round with me. Race nine, okay, there we number go. Number one, yeah. I'm just looking race five where she's been scratched. So here you go, yep. okay. So she's been saved for that six dollars. Race nine, number one, swats that. Um, a few SMSs coming through. I'll get to those in a moment. I don't think there's any doubt, or it could have been a, a, a tricky call. The highlight, uh, you've gone with the C of four over Animos race. Yeah,
1: and you've got in secret there as well. So mm. um, you've got. Um, Look, I wouldn't uh, argue to the end of the earth if someone wanted to pick that as their highlight. I think it's, you know, we're happy to have more than one highlight, aren't we? Um, but just given the nature of the all stakes, it's a group one and the others are group two races, I've gravitated to that. I think what that adds a new dimension to the race is the three year old Jack and O. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that the three year olds uh, have any trouble measuring up, given what we saw in an Everest um, and, and those sort of races. So uh, I think he's there to run well, Jack and O. I've tipped on Thunderstruck on top. Um, I just think this might be his prep. I think he's tried better than he ever, ever has. He charged home first up last minute in a memsie. Um Scared stiff of Jack and O, but uh, can only tip one on top, and it'll be the Thunder, I think.
0: I like him too, but I just wish he maybe drew a little better. Does that concern you at all, Gate 9 of 10?
1: Um, not overly. Uh, I think, um, you know, I know they keep saying they want to ride him more forward, but... Um, Pretty adept, you know, being off midfield and hitting the line. Um, and Hillside's a great track for that. you got Gentleman Roy and Tuvalu and maybe Brightside who are probably going to run along at, you'd think, um, close to a group one speed. Um, if they do, every horse will have their chance and, and he'll be charging.
0: What do you make of a horse like Tuvalu blinkers on first time?
1: look, he never runs poorly. It's as simple as that. He's not going to start doing it now. Um, he was a gallant third in the Rupert Clark Fresh last time in. I think what I was looking for last prep is him to measure up at weight for age, and he did that in the Cantala. Um, look, he did sit on speed in a race it was first through out, first through home, so I'm factoring that in, um, but there's no reason to think he's going to come out and not give his all because he's never done it in his entire life. and. Uh, he'll be on speed and he'll be there swinging still at the 200. Can he hold him off? or let's wait and see.
0: Who's this week's night watchman, Gator?
1: Well, I've gone with Waterford uh, at um, Randwick, race 10. He likes the trial. Uh, obviously a pretty talented Galloper. Impressive when I first up last time in, as I say, zoomed home in that recent trial. So might have better wins in him than a benchmark 88, I think.
0: And he's been well found. $5 into two eighty. dollars wow. So, there you That's go. Um, I'm going to save the parlay. I won't forget it this week. I'm going to sure. ask you a few questions. Uh, hey, has Gator got an opinion of Sparkle in the last in Melbourne on Saturday? Well,
1: um, the Japanese horses, uh, punters like them, and there's good reason for that. They're pretty good. Uh, it was very easy to like the jump out. Uh, he... Went better than Tuvalu in my very humble. He was just beaten by that Galloper in the trial. but was under less pressure. Um, So if he runs to that, he's going to take some beating. Look, I've tipped Eagles Craig. I just got drawn in by the $16. I like his trial as well. Um, He's got former and Mr Brightside. I'm going to back them both, basically. Eagles Craig and and, and Sparkle. Um, So to answer the question, all I've got is the trial really to go on. It was great.
0: So she's eight dollars, uh, and um, Eagles Craig's are nice. Each way play at ten dollars as well. Hey, uh, Blue Eyes, can you please ask the great man to give us his thoughts on race six, number five, Uncommon James, who looked great last preparation.
1: Yeah, he did, um, and he tried really well at home. He's only been beaten once since on debut; should have won it. And what I liked most. He finally found a fast run race at the end of last prep in the Regal Roller. It's the first time he'd been in a race where they went, you know, well above sort of overall average speed, and he gobbled that up. He smashed the clock, time 184 overall. Um, a real, a proper uh, group class time he put up. And I look I've, I've tipped him on top. Uh, I think he's an exceptional galloper. Loved the trial of Lofty Strike. Nelly put him on top... Um, you can only have one of them on top. And uh, kept coming back to Uncommon Uncom James in the time he was able to post at the end of last prep. Lofty strike again, nothing to stop me having two bets there.
0: And uh, do you think Chain of Lightning is, is going to need more than the 1100? Because her form's been impeccable as well. The only, uh, only blip was when she ran down the field in the Golden Eagle and she actually started favourite on that occasion compared to a stable mate, I wish I win.
1: Yeah, that's right, and uh, they, they had an excuse there. She just felt the track a little bit, so forgive, forgivable run, so certainly made the forgive file. Um, I thought she tried well enough. Uh, she led and won and was really strong through the line, fresh last time in. Mean, no surprise off that, she went on to group success. She's my third top-rated runner.
0: Would you take the $1. eighty in secret and Animo in the Sydney features?
1: Uh, look, it's, it's really tough to tip against them. Um, well, Animo well as he always does he won first up last time in he always runs well fresh you know and second up and third up and fifth up that's what he does um, he was really strong winning first up last time in as well he beat fangirl who was excellent as well so look i'm i'm happy to tip him on top um we'll see what happens price wise as we get closer And didn't say it's probably in the same boat she, i mean she should have won first up last time in her rating tells you she's better than philly's grade she proved that when she went to a Coolmore and beat the males easily and ran slick time. Um, plenty of up-and-coming, good fillies in the race, but in Secret has to be on top for me as well.
0: A question from left field uh, after watching Aft Cabin last week is, where does he rate for you amongst some of the better three-year-olds?
1: Yeah, look, I think he's um, he's probably at the, at the top of the tree. Uh, you know, going into the Caulfield Guineas, Last year, he was the raging favourite before um, the the bleeding attack and subsequent spell. Um, What was left was a a really good field of three-year-olds, you know, but they all crossed the line together. Um, So, you know, and look, they've they've measured up well against the older horses, I've said. So, uh, no knock, but um, he might be just uh, a length or so better. I think Jack and O um, is on the podium as well and we'll see how he goes against these guns on Saturday. I think he measures up really well.
0: Mm. Gee, it's intriguing, the two-year-olds uh, over the two meetings, obviously the preludes, but we've also got this huge English Millennium and the Lonro. The, the Millennium, learning to fly, has drawn the car park with a number of others as well. It's it's a tricky race to get your head around, or do you think learning to fly could just be too good?
1: Look, it's, it's possible um, that it's the latter, and uh, Look, I don't think if they were hand-selecting their barriers, they would have gone with 19. In saying that, um, rail true Ramwick, you know, if you're midfield three-wide with cover, tends to be a great place to be. Um, so I think that's the way they might try and play it. Um, she'll come in a few with scratches, of course, as well. and uh, So it was too good a win first up to not tip her, but um, I can see why some, you know, I'm looking around the t- traps and a uh, few happy to risk her, a few taking her on. And not surprisingly, given the draw, we saw King's Gambit beaten at his second start after a big spruce. So it can certainly happen. Two-year-olds, gun two-year-olds at start too. Um, but I'm with her.
0: I spoke to Peter Snowden yesterday and he said, look, he's not going to run both Don Corleone or King's Gambit. They're not going to clash. He'll save one for next week and wait for the barriers, which probably tells you that King's Gambit may be the one who's drawn more poorly that waits for next week. Um... Have you got a, a rate or a ranking at the moment of the best two-year-olds, Don Corleone, King's Gambit?
1: Well, they're interesting. Um, King's Gambit's debut uh, was nothing short of outstanding. I'm still work out how you run that sort of time without being ridden. But anyway, <laughs> um, he was beaten a second go. Don Corleone sat midfield four wide. You don't see many debutants do that and win. I know the fence was off a bit, you know, but um, he ran a big last. 600 figure, 10 links above average. His overall time was about the same, 10 links above. Not many are doing that. And comparing his time to the older sprinters on the day, he would have smashed them. So, uh, look, I think they're both exceptional. Um, I'm tipping Don Corlone. Basically, I got a free hit, I think, because I was with you. I thought Kings Gambit was the one, when they didn't engage a jockey, was the one that might be saved.
0: Hey Gator, how do you think the Caulfield Guineas form will hold up in the autumn stakes at Sandown on Saturday?
1: Look, I think it'll hold up well. You know, where I'm a bit scared of that Corfu Guineas form is when they go to um, that next level up. So, you know, when those horses, you know, the, the Bankmers and Amenable, they all finish together. What was the length over them? 9.3 length over 10 of them. Um, they're all really nice horses, but I just think there might be a length or two off Jack and O's F Cabins of this world. Uh, the um, the autumn stakes. Uh, so to answer that question, yeah, a few of those were tipping at the top of that, you um, uh, know, top of our ratings. Sort of come through that form. Pericles didn't take, didn't tackle the guineas, but tackled these horses in Navas, ran well in a Derby. He's the one who landed on over amenable. Um, the fortune teller, they're my main three in that race. So four, five, three.
0: Four, five and three. And and just quickly, uh, Charmstone, is she the filly to beat in the Phillies prelude?
1: Yeah, look, I think so. You know, I think, um, you know, we can't help but, uh, you know, what do they tell juries? Disregard what you've already heard. It doesn't work that way. I think once you've heard something, it, it sinks in. And um, I heard the spruik and I went and watched the trial again. And uh, wowee. There was some uh, some jump out win sitting three wide, winning mm. by six. Debu win uh, debut run was sound. Excuses good win second go didn't smash the clock, but she looks to have come on uh, lengths off that um, off that trial happily on top.
0: And on in the Colts division uh, again, there's been a good push for Barber uh, the Godolphin two year old and this brave Halo. Have you had look at the videos of Brave Halos wins over in the West? He's looked very impressive.
1: Yeah, he has, and he's running time. And his trial was good. I mean, it was only over 400 metres. Um,
0: 400-metre trials, what's the point of that?
1: I don't know. I'm sure someone else who's more learned can, can answer that for you. But um, if you do have any questions relating to Pearl Jam or the Simpsons, send them my way. <laughs> um, his last two wins were exceptional. As I say, plenty of substance on the clock. I'm, I'm tipping him on top. I'm scared of Barber, and, and I, I recognise there's a good push. Uh, but I reckon Brave Halo measures up here.
0: Hey, Gator, Darcy Bailey here, your number one fan. Talk to me about and Romans. I think it could smoke the Cheza, a.k.a. Smoking the Cherry Ripe. <laughs> also, I'll be at a wedding Saturday. Can you give me a dead set put-in take-out job to get the party started? <laughs> yeah. oh, I
1: love weddings. Um, the uh, Yeah, not on Saturday, so it <laughs> should be Friday night. Anyway, um, yeah, look, um, I, I think and Romans... He took a run first up last time in, didn't he? But um, then went on to terrific things. I think he's trolled well, so I wouldn't talk you out of him. But I don't have him top four, but you know, I've been wrong before many, many times. Uh, look, I, I struggled with an absolute good thing this, this um, on both meetings. Uh, if I had to pick one and was only allowed one bet, it'd be Major Arty.
0: Major Arty, I love it. Uh, and Gator, because you asked, uh, just give us all members of Pearl Jam.
1: Give you all members of Pearl Jam. You should ask me any
0: question on Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's the
1: easiest question in that. I can't... Um, I'm not going to dignify that with a response.
0: <laughs> uh, good I? on you, Gator. Uh, good putting over the weekend.
1: Thank you, mate. Look forward to
0: it. David Gately uh, joining us there.